The stench of fresh blood engulfed Madeline. She stormed into the living room of a country house in the middle of the Australian outback. With one hand still clinging to a fish basket and the other gripping a fishing spear, she approached the entrance of the adjacent reception room with caution. She wanted to call out for Joe, but thought that would be unwise. It had been Joe's idea to travel all the way from New York for an exotic celebration of Joe's 18th birthday. Madeline hoped it didn't turn into the last trip of her life. Madeline went out for the afternoon to take lessons from an Australian Aboriginal on how to catch fish the ancient way. They were going to have a surprise dinner for Joe tonight. A surprise because Joe disliked fish and Madeline didn't cook. Luckily for them, the dinner was Zack's idea. He was their mutual Australian friend. Zack would turn 21 soon and planned to put the cozy kitchen of the small guest house to good use to celebrate a double birthday. Blood. It was all she could see in the reception room, amid the broken furniture. Hesitating no more, Madeline yelled, Joe! A cacophony of sounds, crashing glass, pots, pans, and other kitchen objects, and a blood-curdling scream came in response, sending Madeline racing toward the kitchen. More blood. That was what she found. At the corner of the kitchen, Joe was on the floor, unconscious. Zack stood next to her, guarding her immobile body. Zack's shirt was soaked in blood. He didn't look like he would be able to stand for long. Larry, the host of the guest house, brandished a knife with one hand and held the other hand to his ear, screaming as if his head was going to explode. He reeled back and forth, crashing into the kitchen furniture and knocking it over. There was no sign of his wife and children, but Madeline saw blood trailing out of the kitchen and through the door leading to the family room. Larry was in his late sixties, a soft-spoken man and kind father and husband, who had housed them for three days. That had been Larry before she'd finished her fishing lesson, but it wasn't the Larry before her now. Zack was cornered. Run, Madeline, Zack yelled. She stood right at the door, not moving. She knew what was going on. Is Joe alive? Yes, run, Madeline. He's insane. He's not listening. So don't even try to talk to him. Larry directed his bloodshot eyes at Madeline. There was no humanity in him that she could see. The devil had taken over. An explicable smirk crossed his face as he approached her. Run, Madeline, Zack yelled again, and this time he captured Larry's attention. The old man swung his head back toward Zack. Madeline threw the fish basket at Larry, hitting him in the head. As soon as the basket left her hand, she could smell it. The metallic stench from her ghost. Larry turned to walk toward her, and Zack took the opportunity to charge him from behind. Larry suddenly swung back, and the knife in his hand slashed at Zack's abdomen. He grabbed Zack's neck with one hand and waved the knife with the other. He was going to slaughter Zack. Madeline knew Larry's strength was not his own. It was not his soul inside his body. Larry, stop, Madeline said firmly. 
He released Zack instantly, dropping him to the floor, unconscious to lie next to Joe. Then he turned to Madeline. Smirking, he walked toward her like a zombie. He didn't even threaten her with a knife to give her an excuse to kill him in self-defense. He simply staggered toward her with a crazed smile on his face. In his eyes, she could still see the pledge of the kind old man who had been their friend for the last three days. She knew he was innocent. He must have been the one who killed his wife and kids, but his body was only doing what it was being told to do. The metallic stench of her ghost grew stronger. It was not the first time the ghost had possessed men to kill. All she had to do to end all this was to kill the man in front of her. Once and for all, it would end. But the old man was innocent.